Welcome back. This is Heavy Typing. I'm Frank Hagen. This week we're continuing my novel, Marked for Harm. This is Chapter 5, Heaven. I was awoken by the clattering of metal. In response, naked bodies scurried across my pained body toward the sound. As my consciousness returned to me, I realized that I was laying on a linoleum-tiled floor inside of a brightly lit room. Blue intersecting lines ran through the patterned tile, creating repeated geometric shapes. Above us, two hooded persons with concealed faces were striking metal bowls with big spoons. There was a great excitement among my naked companions, men, women, and others more difficult for me to describe. Crawling with uncontrolled abandon, over the cool linoleum, scrambling to be closest. The silent adherents scooped wet brown sustenance from cans of dog food and dumped it into the metal bowls before placing them upon the floor. The naked throng went wild and began to eat with their faces buried deep in the bowls, pushing at each other and clawing for access. I got on my hands and knees to watch in amazement when I was kicked in the back a boot heel to my spine. I looked up at a hooded figure who mutely pointed toward the wild nest of consumption. I shook my head in refusal. Unrelenting, the hooded acolyte continued to point to where the bowls were placed on the floor. Someone else then kicked me on my ass, shoving me forward to the ground. They both pointed. I tried to stand up, silently enraged, They grabbed me under my shoulders and dragged me across the floor to where they threw me into the dog food eating crew, pointing. I tried to stand up again, but I was whipped across the back with a heavy chain. The pain in my spine sent an electric jolt throughout my entire body, collapsing me. The masked, muscled man had arrived. He squatted down and punched me in the jaw with a gigantic, bony fist. I felt myself being lifted by my overgrown hair, roots pulling, and thrust face first into a bowl of moist dog food. My head collided in echoing thuds with those of the fielding throng. The wet food was over my face and inside of my nostrils. I looked back, feeling suffocated, only to have the heavy chain whip across my face. Blood and tears flowed through the mess on my cheeks. My ears rang loudly with an ambient, high-pitched tone. I heard a deep, baritone growl as the masked gigantus whipped his fierce chain indiscriminately, bloodying the naked mass. They responded with mere quiet whimpers, which I heard with great horror. This was a restraint I did not want to learn. With the greatest reluctance of my life, I turned to one of the silver bowls, put my face in, and began to eat. As you can imagine, it tasted terrible, but that was beyond the least of my problems. I had finally given in to the wonderment over what kind of fucked up shit I had stumbled into. Hands held my hips and lifted my legs off of the ground. I felt my ass cheeks spread and my anus smeared with something wet and cold. I prayed that it was not dog food. Immediately, my rectum was penetrated with someone's cupped fingers. Their hand was then inserted inside beyond their wrist, and then they began to work me for their pleasure alone, and I contorted in pointless rejection. I tried to cry out, but my face was held down in the moist chow. 
I struggled even to breathe, but managed a strange, deaf sort of cry. Someone began squeezing my testicles hard. I kept trying to get my head up to look back at them, but a foot kicked my head back down. I felt the chain across my back again. The now familiar jolt of electricity went up my spine and radiated throughout my extremities. I struggled through the pain to discern what was happening, what factions were at work here to destroy me. I was being dragged across the vinyl floor again, this time on my face. With one eye, I could see the filthy subhumans cowering naked around me as I was dragged through. The warm air of a person's breath entered my ear and I cringed, expecting to have my ear canal penetrated, but they merely spoke and the voice was neither male nor female. Heaven knows your name, the voice said. I tried to grip the floor with my hands to pull myself away, but my fingers slipped on the slick tiles. Several of my nails bent backward painfully as I scraped the lino. The room was full of insane sounds, moaning, cries, scraping, chanting, and wet, slapping sounds. I felt a numb, throbbing pain inside of my asshole. My body was shivering. Even after that, someone began squeezing my cock and balls again. My body writhed. I was twisted, my body acting out of my control and kicked like a crazed animal. When they dropped me to the floor, I curled up in a fetal position and the others crawled up on top and around me, also quivering. I spit dog food and blood out of my mouth. I was hungry. I couldn't believe it. I wondered how long these people had to have been under these conditions to have been trained like this. I had briefly considered that perhaps they were all there voluntarily. I had no idea. The situation was classically fucked. Was I in some sick way here voluntarily as well? I had the capability to hate myself that much. I lay among the pack for a short while. Many of the others had fallen asleep. I sat up when I felt warm urine pulling under me. The clerics and their wrestler, I named him the Minotaur Pope, were gone. I stood up with some difficulty. The naked people around me screamed and pulled at my legs. I kicked at them and tried to walk through them, but they grabbed me and pulled me back down again among them. I fell hard on my knees. A man held my head down. Don't make it real, he said. The hostility with which he spoke terrified me and he patted me on the top of my head with affection and wonder which terrified me even worse. We lay on the floor in a big heap the bones of their arms and legs poking into the flesh of my torso with each breath. I closed my eyes, but my thoughts disturbed me. I observe now that this seems to be the case even in the best of circumstances. Time did not seem to pass. I was in a clammy daze when I was dragged from the now dark room, my legs thumping heavily over naked bodies. I had thick mucus coming out of my nostrils but I couldn't wipe it away as I was being pulled by my wrist. I tried blowing forcefully through my nose, but it just made it worse. A sick flavor seeped through my lips and onto my tongue. Light emitted through the open doorway as they lugged me into the room. I tumbled onto the carpeted floor where I was thrown and I felt the warmth of nearby fire on my skin. Hail, Hicks, put notiage, the friend and the mother. A calm, raspy, baritone voice spoke. Stand, vassal, 
I was commanded. The masked man lay across some kind of white leather chaise lounge, propped up on his muscular side. He was leaning on a rippled bent arm. In profile, sculpted deltoid and bicep muscles popped out in the firelight. He had been resting his chin on a huge veiny fist like a living statue frozen in an endless thought. But now he turned and leaned on his back. He placed his hands behind his head and his flexing abdomen bubbled up with muscle. Taut tendons throughout his body formed perfect shadow lines. His skin glistened as if with dew. Was this menace the lord of this fiefdom or its prized cat? In either scenario, I was the mouse, I suspected. I was petrified. Put your cock in the fire, the man said. He spoke with a casual authority unaccustomed to defiance. I want to see it burn. I looked at the fireplace nervously, shaking my head. Several of his cloaked, hooded disciples approached me. There seemed to be an army of them. They lifted me up and I gave no resistance. They pushed me toward the fire. No, he said, rising from the couch. I will burn you myself. The floor shook with each of his footsteps. The cloaked figures held me as he kneeled before me and began licking my body. His tongue was sandpaper raw like a cat's. He did not seem to mind that I was disturbingly filthy. One person forced my head down toward the man and another held my eyelids open and held them that way. I felt the horrific man's tongue swirling on sensitive flesh. He jerked me closer and increased his intensity. I felt like the subject of some kind of alien autopsy. Suddenly, he picked up my whole body by the buttocks and slammed us both onto the floor. I bounced off of the floor with a cough before he pinned me. His weight was immense. I felt the heat of semen on my leg as he gyrated against me. In a moment of unexpected nurturing, he kissed my belly before violently flipping me over. He forced my unwitting erection into the carpeted floor. I felt my anus tearing. I rubbed painfully against the carpet. The friction peeled back thin layers of soft skin. The Minotaur Pope pushed my face into the floor and punched my lower back as he wildly fucked me. I tried to yell but just made pathetic sounds. In my head, I heard again the organ music of that big church and I felt myself travel there. I floated translucent into the air above the nave midway between the angled vault and the pews below. Candles flickered along the walls and in the corners. Bouquets of bright flowers lined the steps of the altar. The statues of adoration all had their eyes closed in reverie and perhaps out of shame. The church was empty. My incorporeal body distorted as sound waves from the powerful organ passed through me. Sound echoed in a crescendo, bouncing off slatted wooden beams. The light grew brighter until everything was white and my eyes hurt for real. Back in the firelit room, every conceivable human bile was either covering my body and had been drained out of it. Hooded acolytes knelt in attendance with brass cups to catch the minotaur's dripping ejaculate. I felt myself melting into the carpet. 
The massive man grabbed me up like a puppet and turned me toward him. For a second, our mouths were close. His mouth was wet, his breath was hot and smelled like bleach. After considering my eyes for a moment, he lifted me above his head and threw me into a wall. The massive man's throw was full of force and the air was expelled from my lungs instantly. As I struggled to breathe, he picked up an ornate wooden chair and smashed it across my ribs. He then took a porcelain lamp and smashed it on my forehead and proceeded to kick me repeatedly in the gut and genitals. I felt my bowels evacuate. As I lay on the floor getting my breath back, autonomous tears were filling my eyes, achieving an artificial sadness. It isn't that I wasn't sad and full of regret, but more that my emotions were at least temporarily destroyed. You're going to need a new carpet, I managed to say weakly. The man was turned away from me, making agitated guttural sounds. He carefully dipped his huge forearms into a large ritual basin, which he placed on a sort of pedestal by the fireplace. Sweat was beaded up on his skin. He raised his arms out of the basin and water fell from them. I was never so thirsty. Reflect with me, he said. Two of the cloaked acolytes came to his side and dried him with the sleeves of the robes. The three of them knelt before the flames of the fireplace, heads bowed, and held hands in silence as I coughed, heaving myself delicately onto my knees. We will entrust him with the book, the Minotaur spoke, lifting his head as he delivered his edict. Not even an hour later, I was limping naked through a dark forest, headed toward both the sound of the highway and the aching mercury light of dawn.